Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hola mujer, welcome to the Fearless Mujer podcast. I'm Micaela, the voice behind the mic and the creator of this podcast. I'm the author of the book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created for More, where I share my raw journey of healing, finding my voice, and true identity. Amiga, I'm truly on a mission to empower Latinas everywhere to know that their setbacks, pain, trials, and heartache cannot stop them from stepping into their God-given purpose. On this podcast, I'll empower you to let go of your limiting beliefs so you can step into your confidence and never have to dim your light again. Girl, this is your space to shine. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, here you'll be equipped with tools that will help you heal, accomplish your goals, and dream big so you can impact those around you. And if you've been looking for your tribe, well, you just found it. Girl, just like you, I'm a busy mujer. I'm balancing life, marriage, motherhood, and business. One cup of cafecito at a time. But I also know that being in community is so powerful. The Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast. It's a sisterhood. And together we'll dive into this journey of life, motherhood, business, and whatever else you got going on. So you ready? Grab your cafecito and let's do this. Hey, amiga, welcome to this quick bonus episode of The Fearless Mujer. So excited that you're here. Thank you for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito. If this is your first time here, girl, welcome. I am so honored that you're here. However you got here, maybe someone shared this podcast with you. Maybe you just came across it accidentally. That's what a lot of people tell me, that they were searching for something and it just popped up. So however you got here, girl, I'm happy you're here. This is truly a community, a sisterhood. This is where you get to be real, be yourself. I mean, this is where you get to shine bright. We are not about competition. I say we because this is a community. This is not a space to compete, to compare. This is a space where it's more like, hey, you're good at that. I'm good at this other thing. How do we lock arms and collab together? So whatever brought you here, girl, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm a fan of cafecito. When I talk about virtual cafecito, there's really more of uh, something symbolic behind the cafecito. And uh, just to make a longer story shorter, uh, really, truly, it stems from part of my childhood where, you know, I would see the women in my family just share their heart over cafecito, right? Uh, just growing up, little Mexican girl going to the taco places. Um, I grew up in Chicago, so going to the Chinese restaurant, just having access to so many different kinds of food. We always had cafecito all the time. And it was just so cool to, that's a memory that I have, you know, or even my grandma always had her cafecito, my grandma Micaela, just always remembering how she would have these conversations, share her heart. And she did it over her cafecito. So I 
just love the way that women can come together. And yeah, it's virtual, right? Um, so that being said, I am going to be hosting another Cafecito en Amigas night. Uh, more than likely, it's going to be virtual as of right now. That's usually what I was doing. I stopped because I was doing book club. My book came out. There were so many things. I got really busy in my business for a long season. And there were so many things going on, right? Other than that, I am a mom. You know, I'm a wife. I juggle a lot of different things. So um, I had to kind of slow down a little bit. You know, I had a couple of events going on. But I'm going to do another one for probably around Christmas time. We'll see because I really want to connect with you all again. It's so powerful when you have like people of this community, women who are like, I'm a fearless mujer and I want to be there. I want to be in this conversation. And if you've never been to a Cafecito en Amigas night, it's what it is. It's, you know, I actually did like cafecito tacos and amigas where we all brought our tacos, but I'm like, um, no one has time to bring their tacos. So <laughs> I may have to have an event where we actually have tacos, but cafecito and amigas, girl, you bring your coffee, tea, whatever. Right. Um, and we just jump on zoom. We conversate. Usually it's a topic. So I will be announcing that on Instagram. If you're not following fearless Mujer community, on Instagram, please do so. It's just Fearless Mujer Community. Uh, there was a community on Facebook, but I'm trying to move everything to IG. So again, I'm also at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, um, but anything community, go over there. Um, anyway, girl, welcome. Today, I really want to share my heart with you. I'm hoping that this is a short episode because I always say that and then I talk for like 45 minutes. It's kind of hard, right? When you're when you're um a talker, when you're a communicator, it's just so easy to go on and on and on. And so here's what I want to say to you because I think towards the end of the year, right? We know that the new year is coming and it's pretty much in a few weeks. And it's easy to start really thinking about the things that we've done, the things that we've, we haven't done, the things that we didn't finish, the goals that we didn't accomplish, the projects that we didn't get to maybe start or finish, right? Maybe we pause them. So here's what I want to say, because it's easy to fall into this cycle of believing that you're a failure. And if you're struggling in this season with feeling like I'm a failure, I want you to know that the feeling, the feeling is a real thing, right? When we feel, for those of us, I had actually made a, a post recently, for those of us who were not taught how to like regulate our emotions or even how to share our emotions or share our feelings uh, maybe you grew up in a house where they told you, no llores, like, pa que estás llorando, te voy a dar algo para que llores, right? Those are typical sayings in a Latino household, um, typically, right? Maybe that wasn't the case for you. So definitely don't want to project anything, but I'm just saying, um, from working with women and being around Latinas, a lot of us have a lot of upbringing um, in common, right? So if you heard that, then when you get to a certain point in life, 
you almost start to feel like, is it okay for me to feel this way? Is it okay that like I'm crying over this stupid thing? Is it okay that I keep obsessing over, man, how that didn't work out, right? And I'm going to tell you that it's completely okay. Now, I'm not a therapist, right? I'm just a girl who has been through a lot of stuff, uh, who has overcome a lot of things, right? A, A coach who has helped a lot of women. So here's what I want to say. It is completely okay to feel the way that you feel. Because what I'm learning, this is literally what I'm learning in this season, is that sometimes because our body has stored up trauma, I mean, and this is this is real, our body stores up trauma from years and years and years, and it's still there. And a lot of times it will rise up. So I think two two parts of this. I think that you know, as a faith-filled mujer, I think that God wants us to deal with those things that are still kind of wounded and hurting. And a lot of times we don't want to do that because it is very painful, right? We've talked about healing and all that and how it's uncomfortable. Um, But on the other side of it, I think psychologically, we still have triggers and things that are stored up and memories that sometimes we have just kind of... um, held, right? We've just kind of had it in in the back of our mind and our subconscious. And it's not until this time comes where it kind of surfaces. And that's something that I'm learning that, whoa, you know, there's certain things that trigger me. There's certain things that rise up for me that it's like, okay, this is a real thing. Here's the thing. All of that is very valid. All of that is very, very real. It doesn't mean that the trigger, whatever you're getting triggered about, whatever you're feeling, it doesn't mean like if you have an old memory that that's going to happen again, right? It just means that what you're feeling is real. You're you're feeling something and your your feelings are true and they're valid, but that doesn't necessarily mean that because if you notice when we have feelings, we can start to really think ahead of whatever that feeling is. Maybe we're just feeling something, right? But we can start to make up a narrative in our mind. That's why I always talk about like, what's the narrative that you're telling yourself? Because if you're feeling something and your narrative's telling you something, you have to be really careful because just because you may be feeling something, maybe a trauma surface, maybe a trigger popped up, right? Just because you're feeling all that doesn't necessarily mean that something bad's going to happen, right? Or things are never going to change, right? Whatever it is. So your feelings are, you're right to feel what you need to feel. Feel it. Feel it. Because for so many of us who weren't taught how to regulate our emotions, who were not taught how to feel what we needed to feel, or even that it was okay to feel it, right? We have to learn. We have to learn that. Let me feel what I'm feeling. Let me cry. Let me lock myself in the bathroom and and cry and process, right? And it's how you process. Journal, right? Maybe, hey, if you got to listen to a song and dance in your kitchen or listen to a song and just kind of sit there and whatever it is, right? Music is so therapeutic, right? So saying all that to say that it's completely okay to feel what you need to feel and there's nothing wrong with it. 
Now, are your feelings true? Guys, have you noticed that we can feel something today, right? And tomorrow it's like, I don't really feel like that no more. Like how many times have you gotten mad at your spouse or your boyfriend? And you know, the next day you're like, um, I don't even know why I was mad. <laughs> I mean, even even for us Latinas, like, come on, man. We're we're so passionate when we're mad, aren't we? So all that to say that it's okay to feel what you need to feel. I want to say this because it is the end of the year. And this is a time when we start to think about what did I not do? What did I do? What did I not do? And there's certain things that we can start to kind of even believe. Like I'm a failure. I'm a failure because I didn't finish whatever whatever it was. I'm a failure because I said I was going to do this and I didn't even start. I'm a failure because I didn't save as much money as I wanted to, or maybe, you know, I had to, I had an emergency. Maybe my savings are zero dollars. <laughs> um, I'm a failure because I lost my job. I'm a failure because, you know, I'm, my kids are going through some stuff and I don't even know how to help them. I'm a failure because my marriage is just going through a rocky situation. I'm a failure because, you know, I fell out of some friendships and relationships and I could go on and on, right? The things that we are saying, again, the narrative, the narrative that we say, that we start to believe. And when you see that things aren't going, like it's the end of the year, right? I'm talking about the end of the year here. And, you know, last year I did a like a vision setting session. Like, let's talk about vision. What are some of your goals for the new year? Maybe I'll mix that in with Cafecito and Amigas Night, but it was pretty cool. A lot of women really loved that I did that because we we talked about our vision and our goals. And for those of you who are leaders, I think sometimes when you haven't been in business for 10 years, it could be intimidating when you're around people who are further along than you. And that's a whole other topic, right? And um, the thing about that is that we have to be okay with like, you're ahead of me. I want to learn from you. Um, that just kind of popped into my head because someone had asked me that, um, in the DMS, they were like, I want to go to this thing, but I haven't been in business that long. And I'm like, well, how are you going to learn if you don't actually go? So towards the end of the year, you know, we can look at these things and based on what we're seeing, we can start to believe I'm a failure. I'm not capable. I'm not equipped. All the things that we can start to tell ourselves just because of what we see. So I want to encourage you today to really start looking at what, what did you accomplish, right? And be realistic with yourself. What did you accomplish? And what you didn't accomplish, okay, what did you learn? Did you learn something about yourself? Because a lot of times, right, we don't want to be real with ourselves that, okay, let me see. If there was something that I wanted to start, but I didn't, what was the reason that I didn't do it? What was the reason why I didn't start? Because when we're not real and when we're not realistic, it's so easy to then kind of blame, oh, it's because 
I'm doing this, I'm doing that. It's because everybody needs my time and my help. And that may be true to a certain point. Maybe other people do need your time and your help, but is it because you're not setting boundaries to be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish, to start what you need to start? So when we start to kind of blame and like, you know, really start looking at, well, it's because of this and that. Okay. It's the reason why you didn't actually do or accomplish what you need to accomplish. Is it because you procrastinated? Is it because you maybe just kind of didn't really push yourself? And I'm not saying any of that to judge. Okay. I'm saying this to say that when, instead of feeling like I'm a failure, I'm a failure. I always used to think that like, before I started, you know, really, really diving into personal development. Uh, For me, I will admit that toxic people around me really affected me emotionally and mentally. So for me, that was like, once, once there was no more toxic people in my life, once I was pretty much free from that, I was really able to see things for what they were. And the longer you're away from toxic people, and I'm sorry, even if you love them and they were your family, the longer you're away from them, the easier it is for you to have an insight to yourself. Because you don't have voices telling you critical things or putting you down or discouraging you. And hey, People may disagree with me, but I'm telling you as someone who lived this, toxic people can be so damaging to you mentally and emotionally to the point that you won't even trust yourself. Whole other episode, right? I'm just saying. But here's the thing. And that's another thing. Maybe you didn't accomplish what you needed to accomplish because you're not trusting yourself. Maybe you are not trusting yourself. And if you're struggling with trusting yourself, then that's something that you need to work on. If you know that, if you're aware that, man, I really don't trust myself, I doubt myself so much, then if you don't really look at that for what it is and not blame yourself, not be attached to 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 the truth, right? That you may not trust yourself, not feel any type of way about it. Just acknowledging that, hey, I don't trust myself. I haven't been trusting myself, right? If you don't learn to separate the way you feel about it and just kind of say, okay, this is what it is, right? Then you're not able to look past it. If you're caught up in your feelings about it, then you're not able to look past it so that you can make a wise decision, so that you can make a decision that's going to benefit you and say, hey, I'm struggling with this. How do I actually deal with this? And I'm not saying it because like I'm being mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying it because we need to know that we have feelings and it's okay that we feel the way that we feel. But we also can't allow the feelings to lead our decisions where, okay, I feel like a failure. So I'm just going to walk away from all of this, whatever it is, right? Maybe a project you started. Maybe you're writing a book. Maybe you are wanting to start a podcast. Maybe you started it and you're just like, it's overwhelming. Maybe there's so much, right, to do. And so you're just like, I'm just, I feel like a failure. So I'm going to walk away from it. 
There's going to be seasons in your life where you are going to feel like a failure. That's a fact. I don't know how many times I have felt like a failure as a mother because my daughter was struggling. I felt like a failure. But you know what I learned? I learned that I was kind of tying a little bit of my identity in being a mom. And someone told me, our identity is not in being a mother. Our identity, right, is not in what they do or don't do or if they mess up, right? We're still who we are, but our identity is not in being a mother. Now, I've been a mother since I was 17 years old, right? So we can feel that way. That if something, I used to believe this and it's such, such BS, truly, right? If something happens or if my kids mess up, right, it's not a reflection of my parenting. It's not a reflection of who I am as a person. And a lot of times we can adopt that belief that, oh, it's because of me. But here's the thing. We can teach our children the best things. We can show them the best things. But at the end of it all, children have free will just like we do. Free, We have free will to do dumb things. We have free will to make stupid choices. We have free will to allow our emotions to lead us, right? We have free will. That is a fact. And so do our children. And I think that sometimes as moms, we forget that. So all that to say, if you're struggling in your motherhood right now, girl, you're not a failure. Okay. You're not. If you're struggling in your business, you're not a failure. Business is like a roller coaster. (laughs) Business is like a roller coaster. I'm laughing because it really is. You learn so much about yourself. You learn so much about other people. You learn so much about what you're capable of. You learn so much about if you got what it takes. Because I've said this before, people love the word entrepreneur. Um, People glorify working for yourself, right? I actually, I had a client who really, really wanted to do her own thing and build her own thing. And um, really just kind of live the life that we see entrepreneurs live, that they travel, that, you know, they're by the beach with their laptop, you know, all of that. And the thing is that, yes, all of that is true, right? People live like that, but there's still work, especially in the beginning when you're building. It is sacrifice. It is sacrificing your time. It is sacrificing time with people that you love. It is sacrificing your comfort, right? I don't know how many times in my business I hadn't even, I was so busy that I hadn't even watched like a show. So it was like when Saturday came and I was done with my clients, man, that was my day to just chill and watch, you know, um, movies and things like that. And so when you're building, man, you're going to have headaches. You're going to have tears. You're going to sometimes doubt, like, is this the right way for me to do this? But, and I'm, I'm not talking about network marketing right now. Um, I'm talking about something different because 
I mean, this is a whole other episode, right? But network marketing, they kind of give you the marketing tools. They sometimes give you a website. They pretty much are telling you how to how to promote this, how to whatever it is, right? I've done network marketing, so I know how that goes. And it's not to compare. I'm just saying. Um, but when you're truly building something from scratch, you're doing your own marketing, right? You're branding, you're doing all of that. You're maybe picking your domain. You are trying to figure out if it's product-based, what products you're going to have, if it's service, right? If you're offering a service like coaching, okay, what is my price? What is my package? So there's a lot that goes into it that no one is telling you, oh, this is what you need to do, right? No one's telling you. Unless you have a coach or a mentor, if you have a good coach, a good mentor, they're suggesting, they're telling you what worked for them. They're giving you examples. They're helping you when you're stuck. They're seeing you, you know, as, as a professional, as an expert, and they're helping you rise to that. So if you have an amazing mentor, um, they're going to challenge you, right? Not necessarily tell you what to do, right? But they're going to challenge you. So when you're building something, it's it's not easy. And so I had to tell this, you know, this person, like, even if you're building something for yourself, even if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're still going to have to sacrifice your time away from your kids. You're still going to have to spend long hours working on whatever it is that you're building. And and that's the truth. That is the truth. It's not, you know, all shiny and glamorous. It's really not. It is really not. And when things are going wrong, you still have to show up. So that's a whole other episode. But I'm saying all that to say that if you're in those beginning stages of building something, a ministry, a business, um, whatever it is, a project you're working on, right? It's not going to look good or perfect. It's it's going to be messy. It's It really is going to be messy. And this is why you can't like take to social media and listen to a podcast and then start comparing yourself. Because the truth is you have no idea what those people are actually having to do behind the scenes. And everyone's not real, you guys. Everyone's not transparent about what they're doing or what went wrong, right? Especially on social media. So all that to say, girl, that you're not a failure. Whatever it is that you're, you didn't do, you're not a failure. And I just am here to encourage you to know that you're not. And here's the thing. If you acted on, yes, I'm going to do this thing and you started it and maybe you felt like this burden to do that. Maybe you felt God called me to do this. Maybe it was something that was on your heart for so long. Maybe there was something there that you're just like, man, I know I have to do this. But all of a sudden things weren't going your way. So maybe you started to think, well, it's me. It's because I didn't do something right. Look, okay, maybe that's true. Maybe you didn't do something right. I don't know. I'm just saying, though, that doesn't mean that you're a failure because we learn. That's why I was saying this. 
I was saying that if you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish, well, what did you learn from that? What can you take and learn from it? Maybe I was inconsistent. Maybe um, I started implementing too many things at once. Maybe I was trying to do it the way someone else was doing and that wasn't working for me. That doesn't mean that you're a failure. Now, of course, it's not one specific thing that I'm talking about, right? But in in any area, right, business, a project you started, that can be the case. So anything we're doing, though, personal life, even in marriage, is there is there something that continues to I'm not a marriage expert, okay, I'm just saying, um, but i've I've made a lot of mistakes in my marriage, but is there something that you feel like I keep hitting a wall or I've lost myself in this marriage? I don't know if you watched my live on i g but I was talking about chapter four in my book. There is more to who you are. there truly is more to who you are beyond what you're doing right now, beyond your titles, beyond your relationship, beyond being a mother, whatever it is, um, there's so much more beyond that. There's more to who you are beyond that. And you're not a failure. And there, if there is so much more to who you are, then you can't be a failure just because this one thing isn't working out the way you want it. Right? So all that to say that you're not a failure. What have you done? What have you accomplished? What are your gifts? Make a list of them. Start really basing your your life, the things you're doing, your projects on facts. And you can do that when it comes to you. So writing down, hey, what are my strengths? What are my gifts? What have I accomplished? Maybe you started writing a book and you didn't finish. You're like, I'm gonna finish by the end of the year and I didn't finish it. Okay, well, can you just celebrate the fact that you started writing? Maybe you started to like build a business and you didn't really like, you know, stay consistent with it, but you started it. Can we celebrate that you started it? Maybe you're a mother and your kid is struggling right now. And instead of feeling like you're a failure, can you just kind of look at it for what it is and and really think like, I see my kids struggling, but I keep showing up for them. I keep reminding them, right, that they're good, that they're kind, that there's a whole life ahead of them. Can you celebrate that you keep showing up as a mom? Can you celebrate that? So all that to say, girl, look, maybe you didn't reach a lot of your goals. Maybe you didn't start some of your projects. But can you just celebrate the things in your life? Can you celebrate that you're learning from the things that didn't go right? Rather than believe a lie that you're a failure because you're not a failure. You're not a failure. And that specific lie breaks my heart because I remember how much that lie controlled me, that I was a failure. So when things didn't go right for me, I just said, why even try? Why keep doing this? Why bother? I'm a failure anyway. Had I continued to believe that lie, I would not 
keep working towards the things that God has put on my heart, right? I would not keep showing up on this podcast once, twice a week, sometimes three times. (laughs) I would not, right, have sat down and woken up at 5 a.m., sat down for two hours, three hours, and then sat down later for three hours to write. And I would not have shown up to do some of the things that I've done. And I know there's so much more for me. I'm nowhere near where I believe I'm going, right? So that lie really breaks my heart. And it's it's such BS that you're a failure because you're not. You're really, really not. So all that to say, girl, I love you. There's so much more. You're you're there's more to who you are beyond your titles. You're on the right track, girl. Just hey, if you've if you got knocked down, life threw a curveball your way, girl, get back up, right? Dust yourself off, shake it off. You know, yeah, you might feel a little bit salty. <laughs> you might feel a little salty that you haven't accomplished what you've accomplished. I've I've believe me, building a business will make you feel salty, right? But hey, dust it off because. Listen, the faster you get up and dust it off, the faster you can get back on track. If you don't get back up, dust it off and get back on track, then that's where you'll just stay stuck. And I think that's what happens a lot. It really does. So I love you, amiga. I hope this episode encouraged you. Share it with another fearless mujer who really has been struggling. Like maybe she's been struggling with feeling like she's a failure. Um or maybe you just want to encourage someone, bless them with this episode, right? I've learned so much that sometimes we might feel feel a nudge that maybe I should share this with someone. And you do, you share it, anything, right? An article, anything at all. Um, and someone will say, oh, I needed that. I needed that. So who needs this today, right? Also, I want to let you know that until Monday, I think Monday is the 12th. Yes. (laughs) If you're listening to this, when this aired, it's Saturday um, the 10th. But until Monday the 12th, you can get a copy of Dear Fearless Mujer for $15, a signed copy, free shipping. So if you want to gift one to your amigas, maybe you know someone who loves starting book clubs, maybe you want to start a book club, uh, you can right now get a copy, signed copy, for $15 free shipping. Um, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, and I'll go ahead and get that ready for you. So only until Monday, 12, 12. And this is a perfect time to get your copy because, girl, it's almost Christmas, okay? And this is like such an amazing book. It's beautiful. It looks nice on a bookshelf, but more than anything, it's empowering. Also, I want to let you know that I have a $500 scholarship towards the full tuition of my one-on-one coaching program. So what I'm doing right now is really, um, I'm kind of basing this on Beauty from Ashes. We had an event not long ago. And so what I really want to focus on is making space for you. 
right? How do we make space for yourself? How do you begin to reconnect? Maybe you feel that you've lost yourself. How do you begin to reconnect and love yourself again? Love yourself to the fullest. Maybe you feel like I haven't, I haven't really been kind to myself, right? Um, this is really a time to focus on your healing as far as, okay, I haven't made space for me, right? I need to reconnect with myself because maybe there's some limiting beliefs that have really held me back from where I'm going, right? And so I want to make space for you. I want to take this time to really focus on you, your healing, your self-love, reconnecting with you. So uh, it's a $500 off scholarship that's available to you in the next week. You can take advantage of that. It's 12 weeks or three months of coaching. So send me a DM on Instagram. That's the easiest way for us to kind of um, see if you're a good fit. Uh, so at the Fearless Mujer podcast, we can kind of talk more about it. But hey, I love you. Please share this episode. And if you haven't, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, it really does help the podcast become more visible so other mujeres like yourself can be empowered. But I love you. God bless you. Have an amazing weekend. Hey, mujer, before you go, did this episode help you in any way? I'd love to know what you thought about this episode so I know what content to keep creating for you. Do me a favor, tag me in your stories on IG at the Fearless Mujer Podcast and let me know how this episode helped you. And you know that the Fearless Mujer is not just a podcast, right? It's a sisterhood. Do me a favor, share this episode with your amigas, your primas, your tias, because something powerful happens when we lift each other up and together we're truly powerful. So tag me, tag your amigas, share the link with them. And if you found value in this podcast, leave me a review on Apple because that means so much. And by the way, want to take the conversation deeper? Come join the podcast community. Go to fearlessmohead.com, click on podcast community, and let's talk about this episode. God bless. <laughs>